0: Hi, welcome to the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host Liana, otherwise known on Instagram as bespoke beauty by Liana,
1: and I'm your co-host Liam, aka the salt to her margarita.
0: <laughs> How are you today, Liam?
1: I'm good, thank you. Very good. A little bit, a little bit hungover, but I'm well.
0: That's good. Thanks for being here with me. Anytime. Um, so I wanted to get your feedback on the trailer. How do you think it went?
1: Yeah, it went good. Um, yeah, I hope it's everything you desire.
0: Yeah, I thought it but was really good. Yeah, was... Thank you for editing. No worries. How did you learn how to do that?
1: Um, I worked on a lot of music in the past and it it translates over to this pretty seamlessly. So yeah. So
0: you're self-taught?
1: Yes. Lots of hours and I've learned from others, other people. So collectively, you know, videos, people, just over the years.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Yeah, so how did you feel editing the podcast? Easy. Yeah, yeah, it was really um, like watching you. It was really Mm. interesting. Um, it took. I feel like it took you like five minutes. Yeah, it was, it was
1: a short trailer, but yeah, it's, yeah, I know what to do. So
0: yeah, it was really um, impressive.
1: Yeah. So uh, what did you learn from making the trailer? Starting this podcast,
0: I would definitely recommend anyone that wants to make a podcast to do a trailer first. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was interesting because I listened to a podcast just so happened right before I was planning on doing my podcast, and they suggested to do a trailer because you want to practice how you sound and get everything right before you start making the podcast and you also might not like the way you sound so it's a really good way to get ahead of that and know how to elevate your voice too.
1: Yeah it's a common problem Um, people shocked when they hear their voice back yeah they want to flip the desk that's understandable run out of the room but um,
0: (laughs) But we didn't need to do that because we're professionals (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, it's any more beginner um pro tips <laughs> beginner pro
0: well, um sit up straight and speak clearly. I think that's what I've learned um but yeah, and also just be prepared, have a script, write everything yeah, down that you're planning yeah. on saying to yeah. save time, yeah, yeah and run through it mm. as well, yeah, yeah nice. so you're more confident.
1: Now, I know you listen to other podcasts um like a lot. Uh, what what are some of your your go-to's that you could recommend for other people?
0: Oh um, I'm listening to the how to run your business like a boss podcast okay. which is by Christy Robinson and she's my business coach so mm. shout out to Christy out. Um, yeah and it's really awesome really valuable information and super inspiring so I love that and they're also always broken down into like small 10 or 15 minute episodes so um it's really easy to listen to that, start your day out and then get on with your day. Cool. Um that's my favorite. And I also have um in my industry I have another favorite which comes out every Monday and that is the Blondest Podcast yep. by the Dallas aesthetician. And she's American and um she's got her own beauty salon or Medispa and she has some really um it's great lifestyle stuff, but she has some really good business wisdom and skincare advice too. Nice. Yeah, I love her.
1: uh, Cool. Um, So I think it's time we tell the listeners a bit more about you. How did this all begin?
0: Okay, well, I have been in the industry since I was 21, so a really long time, and I've always been passionate about skin, and I've always really enjoyed performing facials, and I knew that I wanted to start my own business But I didn't know what kind of business. But now thinking back, it was so obvious that I was meant to do skin treatments. Um, But when we moved to Redcliffe, I started to have a vision, which was in 2021. I started to have a vision of me working in a room or renting a room in a beauty salon, in a hair salon, and starting my business from there. So when we first moved to Redcliffe, I did start doing beauty services at home. So I set up my business at home. Um, with the vision of expanding and renting a room in a hair salon to start out with. Um, and I was really fortunate enough that I found reborn hair salon Mm -hmm. and I rented a room there. And then, um, now I'm so incredibly grateful and so lucky I've really gone in leaps and bounds and now I'm working in cliff at Newport. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm still renting my own beauty room there um, and performing all the treatments that I love doing. Um, So it's just been a really natural transition for me and I just love it.
1: What would you say the uh, scariest part about starting a business was?
0: Um, I think as I said to you when I was talking about starting my business um, I think it was going to be relying on I wasn't I wasn't downing myself but I think I was relying on a steady steady income as when you start out with any yeah. business yeah so that was the scariest part but um yeah it, I made it through and um, it was a challenge at first but I wouldn't recommend like I still had another job so I wouldn't recommend anyone to just quit their their day job um, to follow their dreams but eventually after a couple of I think after like two or three months, then I, yeah, I actually went full-time in my own business. Mm. So you just really have to take that leap of faith. And I always believed in myself and knew that I could do it.
1: What was the most enjoyable part?
0: The most enjoyable part was being able to see my business grow. I feel like it grew quickly because of the overwhelming support that I had from my community. Um, I got lots of referrals and word of mouth really helped me grow my business. And um, I really enjoyed just serving my community. And the sense of freedom that you have with structuring your own business and picking what you wanna do, yeah.
1: So what are the key takeaways uh, from your journey?
0: Um, Always believe in yourself and always plan and be organized and um, focus on customer service because um, customer service is just paramount to having a successful business. Um, and you really need to be... I'm so passionate about what I do and you really need to be passionate about what you do because you're you are the only person you have to turn to in your business as well. So some days you might have tough days but if you're passionate about it, it will always carry you above and beyond and you will see every day through and you will see everything through because um, of what you have inside you.
1: Yeah. So... Where has this passion come from? Um, Did you have trouble with your skin when you were younger?
0: Yes, I went through acne when I was about 14. Um, So it was a really trying time for me in my um, adulthood. And it was, I didn't really understand what was happening. And it was a real struggle for me to try and manage um, acne and clear it.
1: Yeah. So you see, in everywhere you go, there's there's endless amounts of products available yeah. Yeah. now. Uh, what was the so true. What, what was the leading products? Were they any good back then? Like um <laughs> what what was available for you?
0: Well, I remember using toothpaste um at some <laughs> stage and that did nothing. That just burns your skin. Yeah. So please nobody ever do that. Um I remember going to the body shop and getting like a tea tree ointment. Um, that also never did anything. My mum took me to Clinique, Clinique Counter and Maya. Thank mm-hmm. you, mom. Um, I did get some skincare items from them, um, but there was no education. I felt like there was no um, real care or real passion behind the skincare um, experience there. Um, so I really struggled with it and not having any, any real guidance or support. When I was growing up, I didn't really know what to do. And it really did affect my mental health. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, your, beside your services, the products you offer, are they like leaps and bounds um, greater mm. than what was available for you when you were young?
0: Very much so. Very Medicaid and O Cosmetics are very targeted towards acne, blemish-prone skin, inflammation, um, or congestion. Very gentle great for all ages and all sort of skin conditions or anything to do with acne yeah um so yeah we're really lucky actually like i really stand behind the products that i recommend for clients um yeah and i wish they were around when i was a teenager
1: because I'm, I'm a guy but i knew when, when i was young it was clear as hell, everything
0: yeah 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 just burn your face off
1: that's so, that's just soap, right
0: yeah, Clearasil is just very harsh. Okay. Like there's a lot of chemicals in there that dry your skin out. A lot of a lot of products just dry your skin out and people lack that feeling because they feel like it's doing something. Oh, wow. Um, but it doesn't really work. It's sort of like a short Band-Aid fix. Right, right. But really you need hydration. Um, all yep. skin needs hydration. So you actually need products that are formulated better because they're going to nourish and nurture the skin mm. and heal the inflammation. And yes, they all dry the acne out. Some products will dry the acne out. But you don't need, like, not every single product in your skincare routine has to be targeted at drying acne out. You need one or two key products or key ingredients, yep. such as salicylic acid, yep. to treat it. But then you also need hydrating and calming ingredients mm-hmm. to help heal your skin while it's going through that trauma.
1: Well, I've even noticed the, the difference from a product you've given me as opposed oh. to one that I've got from Woolworths or stuff really? like that. Yeah, definitely. Just the, the quality... alone but besides what how it feels on the skin as well
0: yeah yeah that's pretty cool what about education for you when you were growing up did you know anything about acne did you have anyone in your friend group that had acne
1: no um just just (laughs) (laughs) acne.
0: my my brother did
1: have carbuncle did get carbuncles like that's And i remember going to the doctors with him and they had to put a uh, like a skewer through it to release it to mm. get rid of the toxic mm. um, pus or whatever inside of it, mm. and it was uh, looked very painful. So
0: yeah, poor thing.
1: Just a buildup, right? Of yeah, dead toxins. Skin. Yeah, dead skin.
0: yep, oil, everything. Mm. Yep, fluid.
1: Like, yeah, like yeah. So I've been pretty lucky with my skin, mm. but um, yeah, I feel for people that that you know I can. I can't imagine that how it would make them feel.
0: That's right. And it really is a big thing. And it affects 90% of people at some stage in their life. Oh. They'll experience acne. So um, they're definitely not alone. Yeah. Um, and it can be a really debilitating for your mental health. Um, so I totally understand that. Um, so my approach is just always to um, treat the person with care and um with the skin the skin's best health in mind but also have a holistic approach in mind so it's also what you're doing internally to support your gut health and your mental health like managing stress that's going to really help your skin um and prevent acne and manage acne the most
1: yeah okay cool thank you for the insightful information
0: thank you for the questions Mm. Okay, so that was the end of episode one. Thank you, Liam, for being my co-host. It's so awesome having you in the studio with me. You're welcome. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. And we've got so many more exciting things to come. And um, thanks for being patient while we're just sorting everything out still. And, um, yeah, we're having so much fun. So thank you and have a great Monday. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Bye. Yeah.